En las redes sociales estamos como Radio Poder 1030. The following program is sponsored by Frank Shelton. Welcome to Frank Shelton's podcast on life, leadership, and our Lord. Frank is an author, evangelist, and one of the most sought-after speakers in America. Frank is married to his sweetheart, Ruth, and they have two children and live near Washington, D.C. After working two decades on Capitol Hill, he left by faith to preach the gospel. He served five years on staff with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, and he was a chaplain at three Summer Olympics. Today, Frank has preached on five continents and addressed audiences at stadiums over 120,000 in attendance. His TV ministry, By Faith with Frank Shelton, airs weekly to over 150 million homes worldwide. And today, he's thrilled to speak to you. Enjoy today's message by our host, Frank Shelton. Hey, hello to all my friends in the DMV. What a treat it is to be with you. And uh, here we are, August 2023. Uh, this is a special month for me. It was August 1998 that I was ordained into the gospel ministry, coming up on 25 years. And today I have the honor, just on this episode of By Faith, to just share uh, some thoughts that I've learned over the last 25 years in the ministry. I want to preface it. I'm 51 years old. Um, Number two, I've been preaching for three quarters of my life, but I was actually ordained 25 years ago this month, and I've since done over 150 weddings and funerals, and it's been a wonderful privilege. Uh, some of you know my story. I was going to go into politics, protect the president, or preach the gospel, and I was blessed to pursue all three by my 35th birthday. And uh, the interesting thing is I was uh, turning 50 last February, but some of the COVID concerns, uh, people still were not 100% about being out and about. And my wonderful wife, Ruth, wanted to surprise me with a 50th celebration for my birthday. And just out of respect for others, we decided not to do it. But this August 12th, a week from Saturday, we're going to have a huge celebration. And I was thinking on the way to the radio, I'd rather honor 25 years in service to the Lord than 50 years of just my birthday. So, um uh, it's going to be incredible. My theme is Back to the Future. I'm going to have the exact replica Back to the Future DeLorean parked outside of the event. And you say, what in the world does Hollywood and heaven have in common? Well, we're going to look back on the last 25 years of God's faithfulness. I stepped up by faith to preach and answer the call. And then we're going to cast the vision where our ministry goes from here in the future. And if you notice on the back of the license plate, the California tags of that iconic car, the movie Michael J. Fox said, out of time. And I'm going to tell the capacity crowd next Saturday night that uh, now's the time to do something for the Lord because we're almost out of time. Um, it's going to be wild. It's going to be over the top. And uh, I just want to thank all my preacher friends out there. Thank you for your great work. Just in the last month, uh, it's been an honor to travel. Um, our ministry, we were just in Las Vegas on uh, July 2nd. New York City, we were July 7th and 8th. Spoke at the Fellowship Church at 9 a.m. Uh, July 9th. Rolled in from New York at 2.30 a.m. And I was preaching at 9 a.m. in the morning in Maryland. Um, we were on Capitol Hill July 11th. I had a Zoom meeting with Paris, France, July 13th. We were here in studio July 14th, July 15th, 16th, and 17th. I was in Fort Mill, South Carolina. I spoke July 16th in Wilmington, Delaware. July 17th and 18th, I preached at the 130th anniversary 
camp meeting in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And then July 23 through the 26th, I had the honor to preach in Asheville, North Carolina. I spoke right after USA silver medalist, Olympian track and field star, Manteo Mitchell. And uh, I preached to 216 people. We had 23 saved, but 175 of the 216 stood up and made a public commitment that I'm going to use my gift, my platform for God's glory. And it's neat when you see over 200 teenagers who love basketball find out they love the Bible even more. July 27th, I spoke at a camp meeting in Delaware. And this weekend, I'm on the Eastern Shore, Cherry Beach, Maryland, August 5th. I'm speaking at two churches coming together in Sharptown, Maryland on August 6th. The banquet is August 12th. Lord willing, I'm going to be in Indianapolis on August 18th, 19th, and speaking August 20th at Heartland Christian Center, 11 a.m. at North Judson, Indiana. And I've been invited to London, England, August 27th through the 30th. My friend is the chaplain to the Boston Celtics. We both are chaplains with the Olympics. And the Big Three Basketball Championship is going to be there, Dr. J., Ice Cube, the rapper, and that's going to be amazing. And I've said forever, everybody from homeless to Hollywood needs Jesus. Um, I just want to share some things that I've learned in the last 25 years of ministry. And uh, today I just pray if you're taking notes, it will bless you. A lot of pastors can relate to this. I want to encourage you right now, if you're listening under the sound of my voice, I want to encourage you to maybe text your pastor right now. Just say two words, thank you. You know, a lot of times we see the hour on the platform on Sunday preaching heaven, but sometimes there's 23 hours of hell coming against you when nobody's looking. Ministry is not easy. We are on a missions trip. It's never been an ego trip. And uh, we need to encourage encouragers. So I want to encourage you today to encourage your pastor. I think the hardest uh, toughest job in the world is not the president of the United States. It may be the wife of a pastor. You know, pastors, uh, when they get celebrated, sometimes the wife feels neglected. But when the pastor is criticized, the wife takes it twice as hard. So be in prayer for your pastors. This is your chance to minister to even ministers. I want to share with you recently, in May, I had the honor to be the keynote at the Smoky Mountains Bible College graduation. And I just wanna share some of my notes. Um, Dr. Todd Holmes is amazing at the River Church in Johnson City, Tennessee. And at the Bible College graduation, these were some of my remarks. Too many preachers today are trying so hard to be relevant that they become irrelevant because they preach everything but the Bible. I told the graduating class that we are charged to preach the word. We need to be instant, in season, and out of season. I was on Fox News in New York City several years ago, and they asked a pastor who was sitting on the table with me on national television, and they asked him a question. And uh, he went on and on and on and said everything but scripture, the Savior, or the Bible. And when it was my turn, they said, well, I don't want to tell you what I think. I want to tell you what the Bible says, we need to get back to thus saith the Lord. The power is bragging on Jesus and standing on his word. You preach the word, you're on a rock. 
you preach anything else, you're on sifting sand. We need to preach the word. We lose authority when we veer away from scripture. Prayer and preaching God's word makes us more powerful than the Pentagon. However, sin is our kryptonite. Private sin will bring down public ministry and integrity is boring until the second you lose it. I learned long ago that sin fascinates before it assassinates. And mark this down, if you don't kill the flesh, the flesh will kill you. I've preached many times on Paul and Demas. They both started strong, but only one finished strong. The Bible says that Demas loved this present world. See, Paul was a winner. Demas was a wannabe. Paul started and finished. Demas started and fizzled. Paul was faithful. Demas was faithless. Paul started out with the sun. Demas finished and died in sin. Paul loved the world. Demas loved the world. Paul was faithful to God. Demas became a footnote to God. Bobby Leach in 1911 was the first recorded man to survive Niagara Falls in a wooden barrel. The irony is he survived the fall, but true story, he died three years later in the privacy of his own kitchen. Are you ready for this? By slipping on an orange peel. Sometimes some of Satan's biggest attack come right after our biggest victories in ministry. The irony is the man survived Niagara publicly, but died in his kitchen privately. Satan will allow us to shine, but then take us out when no one's looking. I want to encourage you. I've said before, um, my friend Randy Shepard, who I just spoke at his basketball camp, he's been friends with Michael Jordan for 40 years. Michael, MJ, gave Randy, my buddy from North Carolina, three game-worn shoes that he wore with the Chicago Bulls. One man just offered him $445,000 for one pair of shoes that Jordan gave him. Sotheby Auction just sold a pair for $2.2 million for one game-worn NBA final shoes of Michael Jordan. More than ever, it's one thing to put your feet in the shoes of Jordan. We would do better to put our feet in the shoes of Jesus. God gave me this. If we don't walk in Christ's sandals, we may one day step in our own scandal. Walk worthy of your calling and let's just not start strong but finish strong. I told the graduates in Tennessee, today is a huge accomplishment, but success isn't just obtaining a degree that you hang on the wall, but the degree you live your life for the Lord. You can have more degrees than a thermometer. I have two honorary doctor degrees, but when people introduce me, I don't say reverend, evangelist, doctor. It's just Frank, because there's a lot of people with big titles, but don't have authentic testimony. I want to encourage you twice a year what's worked for me, the husband of Ruth Shelton, the child of Frank and Sharon Shelton. Twice a year, 
I privately go to two places, a cemetery and the junkyard. The cemetery reminds us and reminds me and reminds you listening today that life is short. We could be here today and gone tomorrow. The Bible says, redeem the time. That's why with the back to the future, we're almost out of time. I also go to the junkyard because today's treasure is tomorrow's trash. It's okay to have nice things, but don't let nice things have you. Chase the eternal, not the temporal. Next week, I'll celebrate 25 years being ordained in the ministry from August 1998. And I've learned a few things, and with the last six minutes, I want to share you a few nuggets. And I love Ken Weichel and John Flatley at Chick-fil-A, and they're amazing. But these nuggets are even better than Chick-fil-A nuggets. If you're taking notes, whether you're in the ministry or you're a housewife, if you're saved, if you're born again, you're in the ministry. You don't need a pulpit or a paycheck to feel like you're doing something for God. So this is for all of us. Number one, don't be so professional that you lose the personal touch. At the end of the day, we are in the people business and we must love God and love each other. Number two, don't chase charisma at the expense of character. If you get Christ, you'll have charisma. Elvis Presley gave the greatest definition, ironically, on the subject of charisma. He said, charisma means Christ inside of me. You get Christ, you'll have charisma. If you chase charisma without Christ, you just have a crisis coming. Number three, your relationship with God needs to be more important than your resume. Stay right with God and he'll put you in places your credentials can't. Number four, one of my favorites, God gave me this. When you're anointed by man, you don't need to be endorsed. Let me back that up. When you're anointed by God, you don't need to be endorsed by man. Three times I preached to over 120,000 at Nelson Mandela Soccer Stadium in Uganda, Africa. That's three sermons, one-third of a million people listened live. But I've also learned one is still a big number. I've seen something disconcerting lately in the ministry, and I just want to share it with you, and I have to remind myself daily not to fall into the trap. If we're not careful, we're so busy chasing the next platform that we neglect God's presence. It's better to be alone with God and be right with him than have a microphone with the crowd and not pleasing him. Get in your prayer closet and stay in his presence because if you chase platforms and miss his presence, you're just left with problems. Promotion comes from the Lord. My former boss, Dr. Billy Graham, was asked before he died, if you could do it all over again, is there anything you would do differently? And the greatest evangelist of our time said, quote, I would have preached less and prayed more. Number six, when you're alone with God in private, then you can become a microphone for him in public. Until you hear from him, you're not ready to speak about him. Number seven, you can steal a sermon, but you can't steal the anointing. 
Dr. Adrian's wife, Ruth um, Joyce, excuse me, told me, Frank, my husband used to say to other preachers, if something I say has resonated or blessed you, feel free to use it. They said, you can use it, but you still need your own gunpowder. Basically, what they were saying is you still need to get alone with God. I've learned the greats are gracious, winners are wonderful, but it's the wannabes you got to watch out for. Number nine, be humble. The road of pride is packed on the interstate. Humility is the express way to promotion. Pride goes before the fall. So stay low and God will lift you high. I've also learned if you promote God, God will promote you. Number 10, speak well of others. A compliment goes a long, long way. Number 11, we're never more like God when we're giving and forgiving. And notice giving is in both words. We're never more like God when we're giving and forgiving. Uh, if you are too big to serve off a platform, you're too small to speak or sing on a platform. This has been a game changer for me. I learned it long ago. See others as colleagues, not competition. Our only competition is Satan and we're running out of time. The doors you open for others, God will open for you. And I want to encourage you. I was told you're never much like a, a shepherd unless they smell sheep on your clothes. Walk slow among the people. I've met some people who love to preach, but they don't even love the people to whom they preach. Number 18, do the little things big. Nothing is small in God's service. And 19, I said to a friend years ago, faith is the currency of heaven. You may outfinance me, but you probably will never outfaith me. I'm telling you, faith is where it's at. Number 20, this is for somebody. Sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is love your spouse and wash the dishes. I can hear the women saying amen. Don't be so busy saving the world that you lose your family. And with a minute left, I want to encourage you, don't just preach grace, but give it too, because people are dying for grace. They already know they're guilty, but when you give grace, you look like God. And lastly, in 25 years, if you have a chance to preach his gospel or someone's gossip, preach his gospel because you can't preach gospel and gossip at the same time. The world doesn't need to hear any more stories. They just need to hear a sermon on the name above all names. God bless you and go with God. for joining Frank Shelton today. Consider bringing Frank to your next outreach. Feel free to contact us at frank at frankshelton.com and look for us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Frank Shelton Jr. If you would like to partner with Frank Shelton Global, you can donate online at frankshelton.com. Your generosity will help us bring the word to the world. This is Frank Shelton reminding you when you're down to nothing, God is up to something. God bless you and go with God. Tune in next week and God bless you.